This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is crazy. I mean, like I say, we, it's winter, and I don't think anybody's too shocked by the fact that it's cold. But I mean, we're talking about historic colds. Like, if Edmonton hits minus 40, we always say minus 40, right? But truthfully, it's pretty rare that we actually get that cold in Edmonton. If we hit there tonight, I think it's the first time since 1972 that we've actually got to minus 40 without the wind chill, okay? So, I mean, it happens, but it's been 50 years. So it's it's a pretty rare occurrence. Now, with wind chill, we've blasted past that, and we're going to do that. We're talking wind chills pushing minus 60. Minus 60 and some, I don't know what's going on. This is crazy. We're going to speak with Tiffany Lizay now, who is uh, Global News Chief Meteorologist in Calgary. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your time as always. Good morning. I wish we had something better to talk about today. <laughs> I think everybody did. And like I say, I, and I, I know people are like, oh, come on, it's winter. No, 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 no. This is extraordinary, right? These kinds of conditions. Yeah, it gets cold in the winter in Alberta. Not like this. This is pretty rare, right? No, not like this. And for a few consecutive days as well, Shay. So we're really paying close attention to those uh, air temperatures, but also the wind chill. And a lot of people say, well, don't worry about the wind chill. Why are we so focused on the wind chill? Yeah. Well, the wind chill is important because when it comes to frostbite, frostbite can happen faster with a lower wind chill because uh, it breaks up that insulating layer that we have around us as human beings. We uh, lose heat naturally, but we get that insulating layer, and then the wind breaks that up and makes us colder faster, but it can also take out some of the moisture that we have uh, in and on our skin, which happens to quicken the frostbite as well. Yeah, and so that's when we get told, you know, exposed flesh will freeze in minutes, and that's that's not a joke. Mm -hmm. Like, that's real. The, The risk is real. Oh, 100%. Doctors talk about it all the time this time of year. Uh, Wind chill, when we get wind chill or air temperature below minus 47, minus 48, that frostbite can occur in as little as two minutes. And we're seeing that kind of wind chill across the province this morning. In fact, up in the northwest, Manning, Alberta, minus 59 wind chill. Holy cow. This morning, yeah, we're still seeing those cold temperatures and cold wind chills. A lot of minus 40s, some minus 50s as well. Believe it or not, we're expecting some temperatures to get even colder throughout tonight. That's the thing we need to remember, Tiffany. The worst hasn't gotten here yet. We're expecting mm-hmm. that tonight and tomorrow is when it's going to be the coldest, right? Like, how cold do you think it might get in some parts of Alberta? Yeah, throughout the overnight hours, we are expecting those temperatures to dip into the low minus 30s and into the minus 40s for many areas across our province, pushing those wind chill values for much of Alberta into the minus 50s. And this morning, like I said, we've already gotten close to minus 60 up in northern Alberta. So we're expecting that again tomorrow morning. Once we get into the afternoon, we do see some improvement. So the coldest afternoon will likely be this afternoon. The coldest morning will be tomorrow morning. And then we do see that improvement very slowly through the weekend and into the beginning of next week. Yeah, and then next week looks like... um dare I say, a little more normal, right? Like in the, in the uh, low 20s, they may be even into the teens, right? 
Oh, yeah. Like uh, for, for parts of central and southern Alberta, we're seeing minus single digits. My thing is going to be T-shirt weather once we're through <laughs> this deep freeze. Uh, Edmonton, a little bit slower to warm up. Uh, but even looking towards the end of January, temperatures are going to bounce back. And we are in an El Nino yeah. uh, year. And that El Nino is still quite strong. So that makes this deep freeze even that much more rare. The fact that the polar vortex was able to sink down and allow that cold Arctic air to flood through Alberta and western Canada and the eastern prairies is quite rare when we have this kind of uh, El Nino setup. So it's very interesting to us nerds. <laughs> yeah, it, and, you're, and it's interesting to all of us. I, I was taking a look at weather, and like I say, I don't know, you'll have to tell me if it's all part and parcel of the uh, El Nino effect or not, but British Columbia got hammered by what they consider snow yesterday. It's nothing to us, but uh, <laughs> out east, they, they're, they're expecting a ton of snow in eastern Canada and the eastern United States. Mm-hmm. I was reading uh, on NBC News just a minute ago, Every single state in the continental United States right now has a weather warning, be it a wind warning, cold warning, snow warning. I mean, this is crazy. The entire continent is dealing with crazy weather right now, Tiffany. Yeah, that polar vortex is a force to be reckoned with. So it is really sinking for itself, like you said, across much of the states, much of Canada dealing with this as well. And even if you look towards the eastern prairies and into Ontario, it is pulling a lot of the moisture out of some of these systems. So we're getting that dry snow, the drier snow. When you get wet snow, it's kind of, it clumps together a little bit more. It sticks more to the ground. Yeah. When you get that drier snow, when the uh, snow to liquid ratio, there's a bigger divide between it. Then you get that drier snow, which causes more blowing snow, blustery conditions, reduced visibility, and so a whole other set of problems, uh, which are little things that, of course, we watch for very closely as meteorologists to make sure that we can prepare people. We I don't often go into that detail uh, when I'm on the air, but being able to tell somebody, hey, your visibility, if you're driving along the Trans-Canada in southern Manitoba, is going to be next to zero because of blowing snow. Yeah. It's really important to look at. Yeah, very good info, as always. Tiffany, thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it. Stay warm. You as well. Thanks for having me.